0: This is a Dauntless Media Collective podcast. Visit dauntless.fm for more content.
1: <sighs> okay, so if you, one of them folks who were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the billionaires are dying at the bottom of the ocean, poor them. Why are we making fun of them? Uh, if you, one of them, you you ain't gonna like this episode. So you should probably just skip it and go on and, 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 and watch some... I don't know. I don't know what you got to listen to. Uh, I ain't going to throw shade on no other podcast, but this ain't going to be the one because we're going to get in it. Come on. We have... ...enemies within our country.
2: I think it's a combination of demonology and PSYOP. The citizens are going to
1: rise up and become deputized.
0: I have always heard President Trump. I, I like the way he talked. He reminded me of most men. Joe Biden
2: last night in the debate, he's, it's like he's not even a human being. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represented extremism.
3: Can you imagine repatriating all the black Americans that Pat just spoke about to Africa? Now, this is the evidence. You want me to make an act of faith, risking myself, my wife, my woman, my sister, my children on some idealism which you assure me exists in America, which I have never seen.
1: This is Profane Faith, a podcast that engages faith on the margins. Faith that has been labeled profane, nonconformist, or even out there. We'll be exploring the intersections of the sacred, secular, and profane defined God. And look. We won't be trying to answer difficult questions. Rather, we'll be engaging them and asking better ones regarding faith, race, gender, and religion. I'll be your host, Daniel White Hodge. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks. Um, Well... Uh, I'm sure you noticed that uh, last week. Uh, if you're following the podcast real time, um, you know it, it, it doesn't even matter if you're not following it real time because um, yeah, you know it 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 you just continues on, right? I know I got a lot of episodes, um, so I know some folks you know catch up. But if you're listening in real time, keeping up in real time, last week I didn't have an episode drop when it was supposed to drop. Um, mainly because I had two guests scheduled uh, and both fell through literally uh, within an hour of each other uh, and nothing on them. I'm, we're rescheduling to get them back on the show. Uh, for those of you who do podcasts, you already know the deal. Um, and so, yeah, it, it it just happens. Life happens. It's the summer, people doing things, plus family, all those things. Um, you know, that stuff, it happens. It happens. So that being said, um, this is gonna be you know this this is it's an interesting uh, episode just because this is gonna be uh, one where I it's just y- y'all just got me it's just me uh, this week I had some thoughts uh, in regards to you know some things that are going on uh, particularly the stuff that's been in the news at least at this state and time uh, of where we're at here in June of. 2023. I'm dating it right here. Calling it right now. You may be listening to this in the future. So maybe you are at a time when we are um, you know, with moving cars and the world has healed itself and we have plenty of resources for everyone. Everyone has housing. Uh, and this will make no sense to you. Maybe you're listening to this in another era, right? Uh, maybe you uh uh you know, maybe the world destroyed itself. <laughs> Uh, and this is one of the podcasts that got that was saved somewhere. You found it, and it's now the year five thousand. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a trip? Uh, because technically, uh, this audio could last indefinitely um, if it were kept right. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. Maybe the year five thousand. I don't know. But right now, it's the year twenty twenty three, and um, the things that have been dominating the news have been. Uh, the fact that these billionaires who went down Or I should just say elite, I don't know if they were all billionaires But if you can afford a $250,000 ticket And you just have that at your disposal um, You got some money, you got way more money than me You got more, way more money than anyone I know of currently That is in my inner circle um, There's a few things that I, that I that One, I don't feel bad for any of them Yeah, I know, it was a 19 year old It was one of the sons of uh the rich dude who went in there you know but i still don't feel bad (laughs) I, i don't i'm very indifferent uh and i wanted to share some thoughts on that um and i'm sure you've seen a lot of these already uh the biggest one of the biggest reasons is just the amount of resources that go to help rich people when they themselves already have a tremendous amount of resources um yeah I, so no that's that's the first reason the first reason is i just i i can't get my head around someone who spent that much money and if you saw any of the pictures if you know anything that's going on right now uh and maybe you don't i don't know um and i'm not a news outlet there's plenty of other places that are covering this well um i'm getting a lot of my information from the washington post and new york times um there's other people out there who are covering it i'm giving you highlights uh, so please don't use this as a full news source I'm just giving you, again, highlights um, But uh, I know they were saying that, you know, the the sub itself wasn't even that structurally sound um, And there had been warnings for, I don't know, a long time uh, And it's, it's almost like capitalism itself Things that, that, you know, how they built their money up to begin with uh, You know, it, it, it served against them uh, you know, here's here's a company that didn't go through the proper channels of understanding what those pressures down below really meant, and the and the deterioration of something going over and over and over again. I mean, I think this is a lesson too for those elites who are saying we want to go to space. You know, right. A tourism, a space tourism type of thing. Like, I think if humanity survives, you know, the next 40, 50 years in terms of, you know, (laughs) the world not imploding on itself, societally speaking, uh, you know, the threat of nuclear war. I think if, you know, at some point, yes, we'll have space tourism. Um, But this goes to show another example of just the cutthroat uh, positioning of what capitalism does. Okay, it cares for no one. This is why I've said it on the show before. I say it again. Capitalism ain't gonna save ethnic minorities and ain't gonna save black people. Um, Just because somebody has money uh, or or even in a position of power is not gonna do shit. Okay. Um, so that's the first reason. They had the money. They had the resources. Imagine what two hundred fifty thousand dollars could do. Imagine what five hundred thousand dollars could do um, in, in a, in a community, in, in, in a place. So I'm, I'm trying to ask myself and I don't want to get, you know, be one of these super woke niggas that's like, Oh you know, everything is this like, look, I I've said it I've said this before too. I don't want to become a leftist fundamentalist. I don't want to become right. This kind of fundamentalist because fundamentalism can happen anywhere. Okay. Uh, you can be a dietitian, but you're a fundamentalist, right? You got to do it this way. Right. And only this way, you know, you could be, um a professor for that matter i've met fundamentalist professors who will vote left all day long but are fundamental on their tests are fundamental on their on the way you know they teach right <laughs> still using notes from you know 1988 so my the point is is one I, they knew what they were getting into <laughs> for those of you who are really old i remember watching uh, a show called airplane uh the zucker brothers uh, made it some of the same people who also created family guy and um, there was a scene there where they were having all these commentaries, you know, about this plane crashing. Uh, and one of the announcers said, hey, man, they knew what they were getting into. Uh, they bought their tickets. Uh, I say, let them crash. <laughs> right?" Um, and that's kind of that. I really don't. I mean, because billionaires, this brings me to my second point. Billionaires are blinded to the fact that there is other suffering in the world. First of all, you don't get to be a billionaire just by working hard. Okay, let's 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 talk about the math. The math of the reality of it is is that you don't get to amount that type of money. Okay, um, let's here. You want to do the math? Let's do the math. Okay, I'm pulling out my my um calculator right now, um, and we're gonna do this math. So let's say, um, let's go back to the year. 1400 okay um and uh you know we'll, we'll go we'll go back 1400 uh to current that's 623 years okay 623 years let's say you got paid five thousand dollars a day okay a day seven days a week okay all right seven days a week <laughs> five thousand dollars a day in, in comparison to what right i mean i get five thousand dollars wasn't even around in the 1400s but like for the sake of argument all right let's look at that five thousand which would be a lot right it's like okay five thousand dollars a month eh, but five thousand dollars a day hmm okay okay that's 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 not bad let's let's do some math here okay so Let's go back. So we got $5,000 a day, $5,000, putting it in there, multiplied by 365 days in a year. In one year, you'd have $1.8 million, okay? $1.825. I'm going to turn my calculator over on its side because these numbers fixing to get a little bigger, you know what I'm saying? This a thing you can do with an iPhone. All right, so you take that number, $1.825. That's one million eight hundred twenty-five thousand so You'd have that in a year times, what did I say? Six two three equals 1.1 billion okay so you're like okay well you made it to be your billionaire 1.1 how much did um uh, Elon buy uh, Twitter for okay all right how much uh, are we talking about what uh, Exxon and uh, uh, mobile Exxon mobile BP bring in a quarter <laughs> not even a year a quarter. We're talking in the fourteen and fifteen billion dollars. So even with that, even with a five thousand dollar day for six hundred and twenty-five years, you barely, barely come out to be a billionaire. So my point is, is, is there are some shady things that go on with money that are considered legal, right? And one of them, uh, you know, obviously happens to be. Uh, you know the exploitation of workers, okay, and how those workers get taken advantage of. When you think about, when people say, "Well, you know, um, there'd be no jobs if we didn't have any," you know, multi-billionaires. You know, we, we, you know, there'd be no jobs. No, 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 no. no. Well, let's 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 see who helped create, helped them create that that money. And so, in a sense, capitalism in its in its and its way of constantly pursuing more, constantly wanting more, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, the current is never enough, okay, for a capitalist. The current is never enough. You are always going on more, which does bring up the question about the environment That that, that, that type of worldview and ideology is not sustainable. If you're constantly growing, constantly blowing, constantly blowing up, right? You think about these companies that are buying out. I mean, they're, quickly heading to you know components of a monopoly think about just how many major cell phone companies there are right and how much they control um of the market right it's really this monopoly game that we're playing uh but in real life um so no there's an indifference that uh billionaires the elite have when it comes to people who a work for them people who be who are suffering okay um and 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 folks who are just going day to day, I consider myself, I don't consider myself poor. I consider myself very middle class. Uh, but that's quickly slipping away. Like the income that I make now is decent. Okay. It's decent, don't get me wrong. I'm well underpaid, but nevertheless, decent. But both my partner and I have to work in order uh to survive, right? Number one. Can't couldn't couldn't make it on on my income, or well, really either one of our incomes. She makes more than me, but I nevertheless uh we couldn't we couldn't survive on on either one so we have to have this dual income uh which then you start getting into well the more you make the more you get taxed the very elite know how to circumvent all of those laws and (laughs) not get taxed and on top of that to double that uh kind of punch in the gut um they get money they get subsidies right for some of these organizations that they that they have these businesses that they have so no I, I don't feel and number three, the hubris alone of billionaires thinking they can go down to a site. I mean, the Titanic. Come on, man. Take up. Think on how long. Think on how long it took them to find the Titanic. OK, Um, and just the space and place where they found a twelve thousand five hundred, I think, five hundred feet. Uh, it's well over two miles deep, deep. OK, Um, we barely got the technology to 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 go down there let alone take tourists down there. The thing I love about nature is that nature is the leveling component of all humanity. No matter how old, no matter how rich, no matter how young, no matter how poor you are, nature visits all of us, right? It it don't give a fuck. It don't give a fuck about your wealth. It don't give a fuck about your riches. It don't give a fuck about how you perceive Life to be nature is nature. The ocean, that particular part of the ocean is villainous, it is just brutal. Um, and <laughs> to think you're gonna go, I'm gonna take tourists down there. I knew they was dead as soon as they started announcing it. I was just like, nah, man. But the hubris alone that you're gonna go down there, tour around in a in a violent place of the ocean, in a in one of its most deepest spots. And that's not even the deepest, right? I mean, yeah, and we really haven't, we don't even know what the hell is down all the way down on the ocean floor. Um, I forget the percentage of how much we've explored the ocean, but I think it's still in single, maybe barely into digits, 10, maybe 11% of we've explored the ocean, you know, as, as big as that is. Um, so the hubris, again, That that is the assumption that, you know, our money will protect us. Our money, I'm putting my faith in this organization, in this person who's telling me this tin can is going to survive Right, these tons of pressure per square inch you know when we get down there and i guess now the navy is or this coast guard is revealing like nah the u.s navy heard it like pop it heard it you know crushed like we couldn't say anything because we weren't sure completely and we want to scare anybody but nah, we heard that shit pop bro so we already knew that that was and people don't even know what uh the banging sounds was people, people were out there putting out memes uh about the 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 orcas you know <laughs> clanging clanging pots and pans uh saying yeah man you know the ocean is safe the ocean is safe send more billionaires <laughs> i saw another meme today who sent me over the edge it was the orcas uh saying uh man we love canned food send more please <laughs> bam oh man so no i don't and before you get into, oh, a well, life is a life. How many billionaires have stepped forward for Breonna Taylor, Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, the countless others, uh, George Floyd, you know, who've gotten killed uh, by, you know, th- this vicious state and, you know, sanctioned terrorist group called the police department. Who, who, who else in the billionaire sphere has stepped forward? Maybe they posted something. Oh, Black Lives Matter. OK, man, fuck that. I'm so beyond fucking social media activists and stuff in fact one of my uh this just came to me this is what i love about the summer is you know i'm reading and doing some stuff i really want to investigate like what equates change like yes there's change theory and yes there, i mean but what equates it what makes something sustainable is it laws is it movements um so i'm curious i'm curious as to what all that means and how all that comes together um, now I got to be careful cause I'm going in with some strong, um, perceived biases. And so I want to make sure that the data isn't going to, um, you know, speak t- to my implicit biases in regards uh, to that. Um, but that's something I want to get into. If you know any funding sources, I got definitely got to find some funding sources for that. Um, but yeah, no, nah, man, I don't, I, I have, I could care less. I could care less. Um, and not because it's a one for one, like, oh, you know, they don't care about me. I don't care about them. Um, I think a lot of people with 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 that kind of money can do a lot of difference I they could make a lot of difference it, it's very easy um and really if you think about it uh France Fanon uh Bell hooks um all of these folks have written about what the changes that have to happen need to happen I've talked about this before so this is this is nothing new um you know homelessness is a a, a human created uh component um uh, you think about you know people being poor this, this is all a a creative phenomena. these these are not things that are just like oh my gosh i can't believe it right like the weather right although i just read a report where you know the uh the military is, is admitting that they've been you know messing with the weather and stuff but and again for those of you following stuff we, we knew about this um but yes, uh, it, it, this is a created. This is a social condition. I mean, the economy is 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 a social condition. That's it's created. It's not nothing that just happens naturally. These things are also things could change, right? The environment could. I mean, think about when we went on all lockdown, and think about the emissions that you know in the air that just went down, like right? the carbon um, that you know that was present in the atmosphere. You know, every you know people just stopped driving all that. I mean, think about what that looked like for just literally a year. Um, So we can do things like, you know, April 15th, we would say, Oh, nothing's sure, but death and taxes. Death. Yes. Taxes, social construct. We can move those dates around. People, some people are exempt. You know, these billionaires aren't paying that much in taxes to begin with. So I don't feel sorry. I don't have the, the, the heart. You can call me cold. You can disagree. That's fine. Uh, But I could care less um, about, you know, what they fucking do. Because I know when the when the tables are turned, right, the the reality of it is, is that it's it's drowning in the ocean is supposed to happen to poor people. Did we talk about the refugees who were coming and drowned in a boat? No, we didn't talk about that. We're we talking about the people who constantly try uh, to escape their condition and die on their way here. No, we ain't talking about that. No, 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 no. But we're going to spend millions in resources and time and energy and effort to find these people. Nah, man, I say fuck that. I say, fuck that, you know, and we see this time and time again. It's just, it's to me, I wonder how long before we just, you know, pull a French revolution and we just say, I, right, these motherfuckers, cause these motherfuckers have been said, let them eat their cake. <laughs> right. And back in the day, shit, somebody's head had to come off for that. So I'm just, I ask myself how, how long can the system take before we start? Cause it's showing you, Right. Like billionaires go out, paid for this, paid for their own disaster. I'm sure they sign a thousand waivers, right? And here we go. We look up and they're just like, well, they're lost. Well, of course. I mean, sure, go look for them, but you already know what happened. <laughs> so nah, man, I um, this system that we're in uh, right now is is vicious, and I struggle with it um a lot uh, because I'm in it. I also realize I'm I'm in it as well. Right. It's like <sighs> I can rail against evangelicalism all day long. But the reality of it is, is that, you know, I, I I would bargain to say a percentage of my money that I earn comes from these evangelical sources. See, and that's the thing. It's like once you start getting into the nitty gritty, it's like, man, we all have our hands dirty. Uh And that's, for me, is the system. I I was just thinking about this the other day. I was like, oh, man, Elon Musk, he's tripping this dude over here. You know, he's on Ron DeSanto's thing and blah, 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 blah. Man, man, fuck Tesla, right? Okay, you're going to say that. But we might as well say fuck Discovery Channel, fuck Target, fuck Amazon, (laughs) right? Which I read her meme the other day because that's all I post on social media that said, man, I really want to live off-grid, but I also like having my packages and my stuff delivered within two days right the convenience fam we will gladly give up our own personal rights our own personal space our even some of our dignity uh for convenience and you know uh convenience right now is a major commodity right like i want it now um you know, I don't want to take the taxi service, I'm gonna go with Uber. Now don't get me wrong, I know the taxi service had all kinds of problems and they've been had problems, but nevertheless, we can disrupt an entire industry um, by that, uh, by convenience, right? By just being like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. Why haven't I always been doing this? I mean, think about those of you who are over the age of 40, especially if you're over the age of 50, um, think about what it was like growing up, right? Think about. And right, you know, you don't know what you don't know, but think about just making phone calls. I remember when I was younger, we had a rotary phone. You had to dial zero for the operator and then they would connect you. And you'd have to have that number of who you were calling, Like right? Uh, and I remember my grandmother knowing, like she would call zero, she'd say hello, yes, this is number. They list out her number. They say, okay, where are you calling? Here's this number. And then they would connect you, literally connect. You would hear the physical analog clicks Of them connecting you now, I mean, we don't even think about it. It's so we don't use the phone, uh, we we don't use the phone that much anymore. Uh, that cell phone companies are now like, oh, it's free minutes, uh, you can call anywhere you want. I don't care, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Think about that. Uh, where are they getting you? Where are they getting you on data? But back in my day, shoot, minutes were everything. When I first got my cell phone, it was like a dollar five, dollar ten a minute, (laughs) you know. Um, so when I get the things change. I'm just simply saying that I, I when it comes down to people who are the very elite, there is a sense of audacity that exists uh, in their realm, in their area, that there is a sense of convenience that I can pay for. You'll come work for me because I'm giving you this money. And because I'm giving you this money, I can treat you like shit. I can talk to you like shit. I can act like shit towards you. Uh, because at the end of the day, I'll just find somebody else to replace you. So, no, I do not feel sorry. One iota uh, for anyone who pays uh, for their death. No. Uh, they, got, they got the full Titanic experience, man. Those motherfuckers. Um, so, I, I am... I, I, I am not, I'm not sad for a second. People talking about, oh, we should be making fun of the dead. Man, fuck that. These motherfuckers care less. And because so much of the wealth and power is hidden in the U.S., it's very difficult to actually put a face on something. We don't know who these CEOs of Chase, J.P. Morgan is, Wells Fargo. These are some of the most racist fucking institutions. Right? Um, you know, but uh, oh, I'm up for Pride Week. Uh, here's Black History Month. You little niggers. <laughs> hey, here's your shit. Take it. Be happy. That's why I'm interested in change. What is change? Because we get to celebrate Juneteenth, motherfucker. I was celebrating Juneteenth long before you fucking made it a holiday, a federal holiday. Fuck you. I was taking the day off anyway. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm not impressed with where we find ourselves right now. Um, And so a bunch of fucking billionaires dying at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, So we got motherfuckers dying right here, right now, right here because they are hungry, because they're working. You heard about the law that the Texas governor just passed, just sign into law that said, um, workers, construction workers can no longer take a, a What was once a mandated 10-minute water break. Every four hours, you're supposed to take a mandated 10-minute water break. Fam, and this motherfucker signed the law that said, nope, no more. Texas is one of the fucking hot states. Out there, 105 110 degrees weather, and now you ain't got no more water. This is fucking capitalism, fam. And I got a fucking problem with that, especially for bitch-ass mofos like Rick Perry, or who's, who's who's the governor, man? Who the fuck is over there, man? One of them bitch ass motherfuckers that is pro-life. Man, fuck y'all. That is all that pro-life bullshit and religious talk. All that is, is window dressing. Window dressing, okay? They ain't got shit to do with actually caring about lives. Um, So that, no, like I said, I could care the fuck less that these motherfuckers is out there at the bottom of the ocean. Fuck them. Send them all <laughs> for that matter. Um, I'm straight up fam and don't try to come at me with all oh, the Christian belief. don't fucking get colonized. Don't believe the hype that the that, that that especially in Christianity that it was just all bubbles and kittens and no fuck that. It wasn't. Jesus didn't give a shit about the elite the upper elite religious uh, uh, people of his time. Jesus didn't give a fuck nigga. There's barely even any mention of it. And when there is mention of it in the canon, whether it's in canon or paracanonical literature, this motherfucker's going off on him. <laughs> okay? He's calling them names, he's cussing them out, he's taking them down. Man, shit. So no, I I don't want to fucking hear. Oh, we should all love now. Fuck that. No, fuck that. And these motherfuckers who fund wars. Yo, so no, no, those motherfuckers can, they, hey, Sirenara, y'all at the bottom of the ocean, that's what you paid for? The full experience. I want you to listen to something real quick, fam. This is, uh, this came off of, um, uh, one of the sites that I follow. Let me see. It is, I think it's Brave New, um, yeah, Brave New Films. They, uh, they posted some stuff. They've been posting stuff. They always post some good shit. So if you haven't followed them, um, you know, Brave New Films. This is on Instagram. Uh, they also had a, w- a really good quote the other day. This is actually from Jessica. Oh, man, I got to take my glasses off, man. This is how old I'm getting. Jessica L. Burbank uh, at. Uh, I'm not sure if she's on Twitter or whatever, but nevertheless, this quote said, why would the government have an obligation to search for and save the life of a billionaire who willingly took a submarine to the ocean floor, but not a kid with cancer who can't afford health care? Huh? Man, fuck them people, man. Seriously, seriously, straight up, straight up. Uh, but I wanna play a clip for you that came from the site. They had posted this. I'm not sure who originally posted, but it's the content I want y'all to check out. And this is one of the main reasons why I'm like, man, fuck them billionaires. They can, they can, they can sit at the bottom of the ocean. So check this out.
2: Back in uh, 2008, my daughter and wife died. I had a nervous breakdown. I ended up in a hospital, a psychiatric hospital, for about seven months. And uh, when I came out, I found out very quickly that it doesn't matter how legitimate of a reason you have, in capitalist society, if you don't show up for work or pay your bills for several months, you don't have anything anymore. I was being evicted, car repossessed, uh, I basically lost everything that I hadn't already lost. and. Uh, since then I've uh, I was homeless for about a year worked my way off the streets washing dishes at a little deli uh, did that for about a year and a half and then the place uh, business slowed down they had to let me go and Couldn't pay my bills ended up back out here again. I'm so sorry. Uh, this time around I uh I still have faith in myself and in my own abilities, but I have lost faith in this system. It works for the majority of people, and as long as it continues to do that, those people can just turn their heads and ignore those of us that it doesn't work for. Um, I just encourage people to, you know, stand together, not just homeless people, but human beings, because it is a human issue, not a homeless issue.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Jessica from the Leaving the Village podcast. I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for tuning into this show. We're so grateful that you've decided to spend your time with us. Seriously, Dan, Gail, Kathleen, Nate, Scott, and the rest of us here at the Dauntless Media Collective couldn't produce content like the show you're listening to without your support. I'd also like to invite you even further into the conversation. Right now, there are some great discussions happening over in the Dauntless Media Collective Discord server. If you're interested in chatting with other folks who are deconstructing and decolonizing the oppressive traditions they came from, please feel free to hop onto the server. If you don't know what Discord is, it's a place where communities can gather online for chatting on a wide variety of topics. In our Discord server, we have channels devoted to general deconstruction conversations, some meme sharing, therapeutic venting about whatever religious bullshit you're currently dealing with, and even a channel specifically devoted to talking about the latest episodes. To the podcast you're listening to right now. I hope you'll join us. You can log in directly to the Dauntless server by clicking on the link in the show notes or heading to dauntless.fm and clicking on the link in the top banner. See you there.
3: Are you an alumnus of an evangelical college or university? Or have you ever wondered what attending or working at one of those schools is like? The Chapel Probation Podcast brings you the stories from students, faculty, and administration who experienced all the racism, the queerphobia, the misogyny, and purity culture weirdness that are kind of the hallmarks of these schools. I'm Scott Okamoto author of Asian American Apostate, Losing Religion and Finding Myself at an Evangelical University, which tells my story of teaching English at an evangelical school and realizing I didn't believe in God or the Bible anymore. I created Chapel Probation as a compliment to my book, but this podcast has become its own community of people who have stories of hurt and pain and stories of triumph. During and after their time, at evangelical schools. Some of the guests you've probably heard of, but most of them you probably haven't. But all the stories are incredible examples of surviving Christian schools and finding ourselves. You can find chapel probation wherever you listen to
1: podcasts, and I hope you'll join us. Whoo wee! Yeah, fam, I'm telling you, this shit is deep. Uh, and so much of it is rooted in white supremacy. Um, and by white supremacy, um, y'all know I've say i said this, I've said this before, but why, by white supremacy, I literally mean the institution of white supremacy. Not necessarily always white folks, but the, the system and the institution that is whiteness, that is the Eurocentric mind. Uh, And so much of that is under attack right now. Um, It's like woke has become the boogeyman for, you know, conservatives. And um, again, it's window dressing. If y'all haven't seen the documentaries, they're out now. And I know these are on streaming services that are all run by billionaires, right? Um, But uh, what is it? Shiny Happy People and, of course, the uh, Hillsong uh, documentary. I mean, all of them have the same theme running through them. Absolute power corrupts, cults are real. And the reality of it is, is that so much of this stuff has sunk its its grubby little teeth into almost every aspect of our society today. When I think about the Joshua generation and those motherfuckers getting into politics, but yet the boys, right? The boys continue to abuse women um, and it's excused over and over and time and time again yeah I I don't know man I I, I have I have problems I, and I also continue to, to ask like how long do we let like like how long do we let this go on but then the, the following question the immediate follow-up question to that is is like what do you do? okay what do you do um uh, you know and I'm tired of Democrats telling me to vote like it's the end of the world every goddamn election. And I'm a diehard voter, man. I've been voting since I was 18. I've missed one, one fucking election because I didn't know where the location was at. And that was back when I was like 19. But I'm getting to the point now, it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And really the younger generation is saying, yeah, what the fuck? I'd be curious to wonder like the, the 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 percentage of folks who are listening to this right now, who are older saying, no, 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 hold up. Your vote, your vote and voice matters compared to the younger people. Who say, yeah, absolutely. We've been saying that. We um, we're just waiting for you to get to that, <laughs> right? Um, I don't know. So I, I think, I think there's some things that we are going to have to really come face to face with. Um, I do pray and hope it's not in violent conflict, but it looks more and more every day that it's coming to that. Um, and uh, which you know, it, it's why I continue to try and uh, stock up on certain things and arm myself and, and and learn a little bit more about living off the land. Um, even though I know that at the end of the day, I'm still dependent, we're all dependent. Well, I can't say all, but most of us are dependent On a system. We're depending on the electrical system. We're dependent on the gas uh, system and some kind of HVAC system. Uh, We're dependent on uh, obviously electronics. You're probably listening to this over some device or something that is generating a Wi Fi internet connection. Uh, So we're dependent on that. Everything's electronic now, right? so I, you know, continually think what happens when that goes down. It's 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 estimated that if the power grid goes down, like completely down, like EMP is is let go, electromagnetic pulse, um, and that's not that hard to do. You only got to go up about 50,000 feet right over the center of the country, drop it, let it go, and you've knocked out about 98% of the electronics in this country, um, including parts of Canada as well. Um If that happens, they're estimating that in 11 months um, that what was the percentage It was like 88 or 89 percent of the U.S. population would be dead, Um, either by conflict and militias um, or by starvation. Um, And there are people who want that again. Go out and read. uh, Oh, boy, your boy, um, uh, Steve Bannon, read his shit. Um, Look his shit up on YouTube. I don't know if they've taken it down now though, but you know what I'm saying? But he's out there willingly and and pleasurably saying, we need to collapse society. We need to collapse society. If you think about one of the genesis of this whole woke conspiracy theory, uh, was started by him. Like, let's start small. Let's get into small places, school boards, okay? Let's get into local elections and let's start creating this narrative of how the woke left is um, turning over. Because the best lie that you can do is uh, do the shit that you're accusing the other person of doing, right? Oh, these radical liberals are taking over the country. Really? Sounds more the opposite. Oh, they're out there having sex with babies. Really? Uh, Cause y'all, y'all, y'all old motherfuckers, you know, you like them young, okay? That documentary on uh shiny people, there was one person who said, yeah, I was 19, she was 14. I didn't know motherfucker you knew god damn it motherfucker you knew shit so no 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 when i was 19 i knew who was 14 trust me the fucking way i knew who was 14 (laughs) i wasn't fucking with that man Uh -uh. uh-uh uh-uh but that's just it right they're out there pedophiling and prepping our kids or what do they call it grooming our kids motherfucker you doing that shit through bill gaither's teachings that's what the fuck you doing you grooming the shit. Yeah, I don't know. I have problems. I'll say it. I don't trust the conservative agenda, like, one bit. It's window dressing. Anytime somebody wants complete control over something, bruh, that's dictatorship, okay? You just want power. Check this clip out. I wanted to play a little clip for you uh, from the great Muhammad Ali. I think he said it very poignantly in, in relations to systems, power, um, and structure. This is him... Um, I'm forgetting the date on this, but it was recent. It was here in June. And it was uh, I don't know, it was something like whew, 50 years ago. No, it was uh it was in 1967. Um and it was I'm looking up the date. Uh, I think it was June 20th or 21st, 1967, and the reporters were uh uh you know talking to him because he was refusing to serve in the Vietnam War. Um, and so this was his response to that. Check it out
0: saying you talking about
2: me about some draft and all of you white boys are breaking your neck to get to Switzerland and
1: Canada and London I'm not going to help nobody get something my Negroes don't have, if I'm going to die I'll die now, right here fighting you if I'm going to die you my
2: enemy, my enemy is the white people, not the or the, the Japanese, you my opposer when I want freedom, you my opposer when I want justice, you my opposer when I want equality you won't even stand up for me in America for my religious beliefs and you me to go somewhere and fight, but you want stand
1: up for me here so once again here we are i mean i think he said it poignantly i think he said exactly what it was and it is um the reality of it is is that uh you know there's a major enemy here now i'm not saying all white people but whiteness is a powerful thing um it is something that anyone who's an ally can always retreat back to just like I as a male can always retreat back to my maildom as a cishet male, especially as a cishet male. I can always say, well, I don't know. I don't think that's the way it should be. Um, so it's, 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 it's something that I think we have to begin to dismantle and and engage with. And there's so many things that are pressing us right now. um, I'm just not convinced that we're gonna see this end well. I think we'll get it long-term, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, but will we get it as an evolutionary species, the human I mean, I don't know because our innate default is to distrust the other. We still have not passed that evolutionary aspect we're not in the star trek generation right um we 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 still distrust our neighbor and i ain't gonna front i'll put myself in that and i'm not saying i well, i know my neighbors here in my block We block parties and everybody got an email list or text message message um chain going with everybody um but i realized that that's not the case in most places and i know We got very lucky in the neighborhood that we're in because neighbors is like, that's that's an anxiety that I have. Like, who's going to be your neighbor? Because I've had fucked up neighbors and I know y'all have too. And the home is really such a consecrated, sacred place that I come back to on myself. I let my guard down that man, when you have a racist living next to you, when you have somebody who's who is willingly and determinately going after you, um, that's fucked up. Um, because they don't trust you, right? Uh, so, you know, we haven't gotten past that. We also haven't gotten past the fact that we instinctively um, like revenge, okay? I mean, think about a lot of these movies that we have, right? It's revenge, it's it's getting back, it's getting even, it's getting getting right. Now, I'm not saying I'm not gonna be the one. I'm just simply saying we have yet to move past that and we're still in very hierarchical structures. We like order. Loki was right. <laughs> we as humans love to be ruled by someone or something maybe ai will serve that right maybe ai will serve and be our gods (laughs) for the remaining time um so i don't know fam i uh i ask myself those questions a lot like what where do we go where do we go from here because it seems like the cancer uh has has infiltrated everything i mean think about the supreme court you think about just the amount of of stuff that they've put out just in the last year. I just saw an article on PRRI talking about, um, you know, a year into Roe v. Wade uh, falling. Um, and just the the attack on, on women to choose what they can do with their own bodies. Um, because at the end of the day, you can never legislate morality, no matter how hard you try. If that was the case, racism would end it after Title IV Act was passed back in 64, 65. Okay, Um, we're not there. In fact, if anything, it just circumvented certain components of the law and then just became what we're seeing now. And then you got a black president elected in 2008 and the shit just went everywhere. Um, So I think it's important. I'm just I'm and I'm just I'm asking the same questions y'all are asking. What do I do? What do I do? I'm so glad I'm not in. Ministry. I'm so glad I'm not doing any kind of church work right now because I couldn't I couldn't be the one telling folks like let Jesus has the answers. Bruh, I, I don't I, I really don't believe that anymore. <laughs> uh now I'm not saying there's not a God, I'm not saying there's not, but I don't believe he just turning to Jesus somehow is gonna fix problems. Didn't fix it for George Floyd. Okay. Didn't fix it for the countless amount of black bodies and brown bodies for that matter, uh, that have been killed. I mean, think about the amount of pokes that have been killed in the Afghanistan war that we had with Afghanistan for two decades, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I know. I am I, asking myself those questions, those very same questions and thinking, where do we go next? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I think, um, i think a lot of things and i think that you know the reality of it is is that uh, time marches on time moves forward um and we're running out of time on certain things right now in illinois we are in the middle of a very bad drought it's not getting a lot of press right mainly because of those crops uh, that we export to uh, the the country and and the world for that matter um are struggling right now, right? The corn crops just went in. I was just up in Northern Illinois and saw the uh, rows and rows and rows of corn. Uh, but we have a major water shortage right now, like bad. Uh, and again, I've mentioned this again on the show, you're following full, uh, in real time. Um, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, <laughs> pun intended, uh, in regards to what's happening you know, climate-wise. Um, you know, California went through that. And then all of a sudden, literally in like a, a week, y'all got all that water and then some back. <laughs> right? I, I, and, and you got to ask yourself again, who are the people that suffer from that? They're the poor people. Right? Think about in New York, this was like two, three years ago. Uh, they had a, again, thing kind of a monsoon season. Basements flooded out. People died. There was one way in, one way out of these basements, and they got flooded out and they couldn't get out. They drowned. Who are they? Lower middle class, poor people I read another I was listening to another NPR episode uh, And there's a whole network right now In Southern California Of vans, okay Check this out, vans That house people And that network is growing Okay That network is growing Of people who live in vans Some that are completely inoperable And the people who own the vans Here's the thing, these people don't even own the vans (laughs) They're renting the vans from people who say, I don't know what I want to do with this van. It costs more to go get it destroyed or take it someplace. So here, I'll charge you for $600 a month and you take care of it. Dude, dude, bruh. Like for real, this is, this is what we've come to. And the city council is just like, well, we have a problem here. And they're not addressing the actual fact that motherfuckers can't afford Common basic living expenses In fucking Southern California Okay People ask me Oh do you want to move back you miss it Yeah sure I miss it But I don't want to move back I can barely afford it in Chicago And Chicago's neck and neck now uh, Cost of living With Southern California Okay um, And then the city council person Was just like Oh well We got to make sure those You know those vehicles Because that could cause A whole problem with with the cars Basically the cars That aren't working That's the problem not the fo- not the fact that this these numbers continue to double daily, okay? Average rent in LA, $2,500 a month for a one bedroom, okay? I mean, I know back in 2011, we were homeless. We were done for. And if it hadn't been for my partner's parents who said, we'll take you in, we would have been right there too, okay? So again, coming back, bringing it full circle, fam. Fuck them billionaires. Okay, they're at the bottom of the sea. Hey, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, think about the billionaires right now. There's, there was a video circulating on YouTube and on Instagram about these cats who were talking about how they use Section Eight money and funding uh, to buy their Bentleys and Rolls Royces. I mean, think how sick is that? <laughs> so, I no, no remorse whatsoever. Uh, I think about the cost of living in San Francisco and just in all of these cities that is going up. Right now, the suburbs here in Chicago um, are full of black people. And it's getting blacker by the by by the day. Because folks that look like us, folks who are making middle class, I'm, I ain't going to front. I'm even coming to play moving out further because it's cheaper. My, my damn property taxes are killing me. And again, I make decent money. We make, as a couple, we make decent money. Cost of living costs are going up. Y'all know it. You know it. Those of you who listen to it, you know it. <laughs> Whether you go out and, and I mean everything and these motherfuckers continue to profit. So I wonder, what do we do? What do we go next? I don't know, fam. I don't know. I don't have the I don't have the solution. I'm ringing the bell. I'm ringing the bell too much these days. So, whoo! Well, I'll stop on my rantings. I hope you got something of anything. You know, maybe you just needed somebody to say fuck that. And I said fuck that. If you a hater listening to the end um i see you i see you you little no no life having motherfucker you don't say you listen to the end and just to gather fuel oh man i can imagine what your sexual fantasies are right yeah you like them little yeah you like that shit man you like them young right huh oh you little fuckwads but nevertheless not not y'all not y'all but them other ones (laughs) the haters (laughs) oh fam we got a lot of mess We got a lot of things to contend with right now. Um, Just read a report the other day uh, that talked about sleep and particularly with men and how we don't get enough sleep. And it can contribute to all kinds of things. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, cancer, um, just early death. So I'm trying to sleep more. I'm trying to sleep more. It's a great documentary or not even documentary. It's kind of a series that uh, y'all probably already seen it um, with the. Oh, what's his name? It's on Netflix. It's called Trigger Warning by Killer Mike. Uh, He has a whole series just on there on sleep and uh, about how the importance of sleep and the importance of particularly black people not getting sleep and how it contributes to other problems. Um, Some good shit and some things that I think about. So get your sleep, get your water. Um, You can't take it all on. Um, And uh, hopefully we can come together on some level. All right, fam all right fam y'all stay woke i don't care if that's a bad word uh stay woke stay vigilant um and stay in community all right peace
2: then i think she endures verbal abuse for a season and she endures perhaps being smacked one night and then she seeks help from the church
0: there is a pile of dead bodies behind the mars hill bus (laughs) and by god's grace it'll be a mountain by the time we're done you either get on the bus or you get run over by the bus those are the options there's nothing holy about writing discrimination into the law and i am tired of communities of faith being weaponized, because the only time religious freedom is invoked is in the name of bigotry and discrimination. I'm tired of it.
3: Hi, I'm Nate, producer and co-host on the Full Mutuality Podcast. Let's talk about inequality. It's everywhere. Whether it's rooted in race, gender, ability, or sexuality, there's bound to be an imbalance in power, influence, representation, and access. On our show, we want to explore areas of religion, culture, and society where justice is needed in order to bring about true mutuality. I hope you'll join us for some enlightening, fun, and at times uncomfortable conversations as we envision a world where everyone can live free from systems and structures that keep us from being truly equal. You can find us on your favorite podcast app or visit our website, fullmutuality.com to find a list of all the platforms we're available on. Subscribe today and we'll see you on the Full Mutuality Podcast.